and some damage will be done. Here comes the shark! Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 141. Uh, we got plenty to talk about, over, you know, stuff that's happened over the last couple weeks and coming up. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I just want to make sure you're all subscribed to the, the podcast on Apple Podcast or Stitcher or wherever else you may be able to find this. Uh, I'm not on Spotify or anything like that, but uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, those are your best bets. Uh, also, check out the Facebook page, uh, One Man Renegade Podcast on Facebook. Uh, go like that page. Um, and check out the Instagram, One Man Renegade, and the Twitter app, One Man Renegade. Go follow those as well. And then again, and then of course, check out the YouTube channel, One Man Renegade Podcast on YouTube. Uh, posting videos every day. You should go check it out. Subscribe. Like it. Like all the videos. And share all the videos as well. And watch all the videos. And all that fun stuff. All right. With all that stuff out of the way, let's get to the podcast. Um, starting things off as I usually do with the matinee moments. Uh, so, ramping up my movie watching. Uh, watched a bunch of movies the last couple weeks. Uh, you know, trying to get as many as possible before I start doing my movie ranks, uh, which are probably about a month and a half away. Yeah, I guess so because the the Oscars are the end of April, so I'll probably you know, do as many episodes as there are, were to rank uh, leading up to that, uh, to the Oscars. So I don't know when those will start, but I, at one, at some point I got to stop watching the movies, rank the movies, and then I record the podcast. So, well, so I'll take a little time, but time, but, um, I'm up to, let's see right now, as of right now, I am up to 63 movies. So, it, you know, I need seven more to get to 70, which is kind of like where my goal is normally to get to 70. So I think I'll get to that. It's whether or not I want to go up to 80 or not. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. But the movies I did watch in the last couple weeks. Uh, first off, this movie called Most Wanted or Target Number One, depending on where you watch it, I guess. It, it had different names in different regions. Uh, I believe it's on Amazon right now. Um, it was an interesting interesting story that it's based off a true story so i was like okay this is interesting i didn't really know this set in the early 90s i want to say i couldn't quite i couldn't i don't think they have i don't know if they ever actually said specifically but i think it was either late 80s early 90s time time period uh, i believe um but um it's about this kid who was kind of a drug addict um comes back from thailand and somehow he gets mixed up with someone else that was in Thailand. He had like a similar name or something. Um, but, you know, they confuse him because he's into drugs with like this drug dealer. And then they use him as part of this drug sting. And everything goes to hell. And he kind of, you know, they kinda, you, you kind of get the whole story. And then meanwhile, this reporter um, is uh, kind of following the whole story. And, you know, I don't want to ruin it, but, you know, it's it's based off a true story, so whatever. But, um, yeah, so you kind of get the whole story of what happened, how this happened, like, what, what went down, and, um, you know, what the result was. Um, it's kind of interesting, I, I don't know, uh, but it um, doesn't paint the Canadian, you know, drug, you know, investigators or whatever in a very good uh, light, that's for sure. But um, be that as it may. 
check it out if you're interested in it. Um, next up, uh, I watched... Let me bring my list up here real quick before I lose it. Um, true Fiction. So... <sighs> This one was, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was, this one was also on Amazon. I just couldn't remember where I watched it. Uh, so this one, it was basically, hmm, it's kind of a horror movie-ish. Uh, so basically this, this woman who's like a super fan of this, uh, this writer, um, and is trying to be a writer herself, gets chosen uh, to work with the writer, go into like this house and kind of like have, uh, you know, work with the writer to come up with this new story. Um, so like she has to be locked in this house. So, you know, nothing gets out, blah, blah, blah. Kind of, it's kind of like an experimental thing. But then things kind of start going off the rails and they aren't all what they seem. And, and you kind of, you're seeing it you're like, well, what's really happening? What's not really happening? And she's thinking one thing where maybe something's the other way. Uh, yeah, so things kind of unravel from there. And, you know, uh, so it's, uh, n craziness happens and all sorts of, um, uh, yeah, horror, horror elements as well. Uh, it's, it wasn't bad. It was decent, um, I guess. Uh, but yeah, True Fiction. That is also on Amazon. You can check it out now. Um... Next up, I watched uh, Gretel and Hansel. I believe this was also on Amazon. It might have been Hulu, actually. One of those two. I don't know. Just Google it. You can find it. <laughs> uh, Hansel and Gretel, of course, kind of uh, um, a newer version of Han of, or sorry, Gretel and Hansel, a newer version, updated version of uh, Hansel and Gretel. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they really needed to do this movie again. Um, I mean, it is what it is. The story is what it is. Uh, they kind of delve more into like the witch side of it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It, it just seemed like, what, what is this? And they did this weird thing with the aspect ratio where it was like not full screen, but not like not like four by three. Uh, it was weird because I was like, wait, what's wrong with my screen? Why is this like this? They had a weird thing like that. They tried to like play it up like, you know, obviously it's an old nursery or no, I was going to say nursery rhyme, but old uh, fairy tale. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it follows the lines of that. But it's like, you know, what do you remember from Hansel and Gretel? Like the actual story versus like the kid version. So it's like, all right. They're, you know, they're playing it up that it's not really the kid version, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, d didn't they do the movie a couple years ago with Witch Hunters, <laughs> Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters? I don't know. I mean, that took it a different direction, I guess, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's Hansel and Gretel, but Gretel and Hansel, it's got the girl from It in it. I don't know. But I don't know. It was, it was weird. Um, it was fine, but I don't know. I just, I don't know if it needed to exist i guess is i guess is my uh my two cents on that but um whatever uh next up uh fear of rain um i believe it was on hulu might have been amazon i don't know most of these movies 
if they weren't specifically on Netflix or something, they're usually on Hulu or Amazon. Occasionally they're on something else, but, um, Fear of Rain. Okay, so this movie starred the girl from Jumanji, who I just saw her in some other movie. Oh, she was in that movie with the girl, the twins that went to, like, piano school. Um, so she's got some mental issues, uh, schizophrenia sort of type of, I don't know. I don't know specific. I forget what they, I think they say what it is, but I, some sort she, she, she sees things that aren't necessarily there. Um, which makes for an interesting movie because you don't know what you're seeing is just her imagining stuff, but she also doesn't know. But the, or what's real, and that kind of plays out that way, and it's like, oh, there, what's happening? She thinks this is happening, but oh, wait, maybe this is happening. But wait, she's talking to this person. But wait, does that person really exist? And blah blah blah. It was pretty interesting. I liked it. Um, it, it um, definitely like kept me guessing. You know, like, oh, wait, so is that person that person, or that person not really real? Or um, it's got Harry Connick Jr. in it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Seems seems kind of a weird casting, but sure. Um, yeah, so you know, I I actually kind of like this movie. I thought it was pretty good, but uh, Fear Rain, uh, check it out. I uh, right next up, um, uh, Netflix movie, The Wrong Missy. Uh, yeah, so uh, this David Spade movie came out. I don't know, probably about a year ago. Um, finally got around to watching it. It's, it's a dumb Adam Sandler, David Spade. Well, actually, Adam Sandler's not in it. His wife's in it, but he's, he's not in it. But just one of those dumb Netflix movies that they got paid billions of dollars for, for whatever reason. Uh, that probably would have made two cents in the, in the actual movie there's. Yeah, so basically David Spade meets this girl on it, goes on this date, blind date with this girl who's like a horror show. But her name's Melissa, but everyone calls her Missy. But then he meets this other girl named Melissa, but he gets mixed up when he's on the phone. And then he starts texting the wrong one, and they go on a trip to Hawaii, and the wrong girl shows up. And Roman Reigns was involved in Vanilla Ice, too. I don't know. Vanilla Ice and Roman Reigns did some stuff. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's dumb. It's a dumb Adam Sandler David Spade, Rob Schneider, although Rob Schneider is in it. Adam was not in it, but he definitely produced it or whatever. But his wife's in it, which is weird, but hey, whatever. All right, next up, I watched The Tax Collector. Um, again, I think it was in Amazon or Hulu, I don't remember. Uh, so The Tax Collector, uh, Shia LaBeouf's in it, which kind of caught me off guard because, like, it's about, like, these Latino, like, gangs sort of um against each other with this one dude who's like the tax collector kind of thing he goes around getting people's money and then things go sideways and gang wars and blah 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 but Shia LaBeouf's in it and I'm like wait a minute Shia LaBeouf is Latino like (laughs) when the hell did that happen um yeah so if you if you can get past the Shia LaBeouf part of this it's not a bad movie i mean it's nothing crazy it's kind of just a regular one of the mill action movies with like gun 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 shootouts and gangs and stuff but i don't know it was all right i don't know and then finally uh 
last just last night I watched uh, Mortal on Amazon. Um, hmm. <laughs> this was an interesting movie. So it's a Norwegian movie, which it was one of those things where I was like, oh, is it going to be all in Norwegian? Um, and it, it's, it's not, it's in English. Well, sort of. I mean, a lot of it is in Norwe- Norwegian, but it's obviously subtitled. But then like the main character speaks English and that whole thing centers around English. So this guy who's in Norway and he's got these weird like kind of powers and stuff and he gets in trouble because he you know ends up killing this kid um or somebody um so then he gets like arrested and they get they try to send him somewhere and then the plane goes down or a helicopter goes down or whatever it was plane helicopter something like that and this one girl is trying to help him trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him and then I don't know. I don't want to ruin it, but like, it, I guess like he becomes Thor or something. I don't know. It was confusing. I didn't quite understand it. It was not. It was not great. I'll be honest. Uh, but uh, Mortal, I, it's on Amazon. So if you want to check it out, Norwegian movie with like Thor or something. Like he becomes like he's Thor. Like I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, that's I, that's kind of spoilerish, I guess. But like. I'm just like, what is happening? Um, and then some shit goes down. Oop, I apologize for my language. Uh, but stuff goes down. All right. Um, that was all. That was all I watched uh, for for movies this past uh, this you know last couple weeks. Um, so up to sixty three. So I've got some more to go. Uh, new movie coming out today though. Coming to America, the sequel obviously to Coming to America. Now that won't count for twenty. 20 slash 2021 i'll just count for 2021 uh so that will not be on my list i will probably check it out at some point but um i'm kind of focusing it right now in the newer movies uh are the sorry not the newer movies but the movies that would qualify for uh the 2020 slash 2021 so this one doesn't make the cut but eventually i will check it out uh, i haven't seen the original one in a while so i'll probably have to watch both of them <laughs> to just kind of get the get the feedback all right but before we move on to uh, anything else, um, the Golden Globes did happen. Um, I my predictions weren't very good. <laughs> I don't even remember what they were, but I did actually did well in the supporting uh, performers, as uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Jodie Foster did when I did make those predictions. Uh, but everything else I got wrong for movies. Uh, Best director ended up going to Chloe Zhao, Zhao, however you say it, for No Man Land, which also won Best. A drama. Borat won Best Musical Comedy. Uh, Chadwick Boseman won Actor for Drama. Andrea Day won Actress. Sasha Baron Cohen won for Borat. Rosamund Pike won for I Care A Lot. Um, which I actually haven't watched yet either. I know that's on Netflix. came out um, a couple weeks ago. Last week maybe? Two weeks ago? I forget. Uh, but yeah, so there we go. Uh, but let's just transition, shall we, into small screen sweeps because we got a lot of television stuff to talk about. But while we're talking about Golden Globes, let's just uh, get into what I got wrong there. Uh, so The Crown won Best Drama. Uh, Schitt's Creek won uh, Best uh, Musical Comedy. So I got that one right. I got Crown wrong. I said Ozark. Uh, best Performance in a Drama went to Josh O'Connor for The Crown. Got that wrong. Actress was Emma Corrin for The Crown. Crown won a lot. <laughs> so I got that one wrong. Uh, 
Jason Sudeikis won for Ted Lasso, which, again, I still haven't seen. But uh, so a little bit upsetting there, beating uh, Eugene Levy. But uh, Catherine O'Hara did win for actress, so got that one right. Uh, Mark Ruffalo ended up winning for I Know This Much Is True, which is, you know, went against my whole thing about, hey, I should vote for the thing I actually saw. And that was the thing I actually saw, and then I didn't. I went against it and went for Brian Cranston. But hey, there you go. I uh, shouldn't listen to myself. Uh, but Anna Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Joy did win for, um, and this was for a miniseries or television, I should specify, I guess. Um, did win for um, a miniseries or te- television film. Best Supporting Actress went to John Boyega for Small Axe and... Jillian Anderson for The Crown, so I got those wrong. And then Best Miniseries or Television Film, which I actually don't know if I actually made a prediction for, because I didn't write it, or else maybe I just didn't write it down. Uh, but Queen's Gambit won for that. I pretty, uh, pretty uh, easily uh, predicted that. Um, uh, all right, so what's going on in the world of television? Well, as I speak, the um, WandaVision finale has dropped. I have not watched it yet. I will probably watch it as soon as I finish recording. But, um, yeah, so, you know, they kind of went away from the whole, well, I should say two weeks ago, they did a whole modern family type thing, which wasn't surprising. But last week, they kind of went away from all that because, you know, they kind of caught up to the current. So what else would you do, I guess? Uh, But also, they're trying to deal with the actual storyline. And Agatha Harkness, not, you know, spoilers, whatever, revealed herself. um, And, you know, she's kind of the one kind of controlling what's sort of going on. And last week we learned kind of how this all led to what it is. Um, so yeah, so we kind of, you know, figure out what happened with everything with basically with Wanda and why she was even, you know, why this whole television thing was even going on and the sitcoms and whatever we learned kind of how that whole thing took place, you know, sort of stuff that got alluded to a lot. And, and, um, and, um, Age of Ultron, but was never actually kind of shown. They kind of show, showed a bunch of that stuff. And then, you know, subsequently what happened following um, um, uh, Endgame. Um, that whole scenario, which led to, ultimately, one division. So, yeah, it's kind of cool that they did that and kind of showed, filled in the gaps on the story. Uh, so, I don't know what the finale will be. I don't know. I haven't watched it. It's on right now. I'm tempted to, but I'm gonna finish this podcast and I'll probably watch it. All right. Uh, what other what other what else am I watching on television? Uh, Young Rock. I don't know if I even talked about this last time. Young Rock came, debuted. Um, cool show. I mean, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know how, but I don't know the accuracy of any of it. It's probably completely just fabricated. I mean, some of it, some of it's based off of true stuff that happened to him, but like I think a lot of it it's fabricated for the storylines. Because it's like, I'm trying to do the math on some of these things, and I'm like, wait, why would King Kong Bundy been with Macho Man in 82 and blah, blah. And I was like, all right, it's better not, just not to think about it. Because, you know, they, they're tying in all the wrestlers and stuff. It's like, why? how did Andre Giant, Giant get a figure? Why is Vince McMahon saying this stuff when other Vince was running things? You know, it, you know they're just, I mean, you know, it, it's best as a wrestling fan not to think about that stuff and watch it for what it is. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of funny that they're bringing in all these older wrestlers. I mean, obviously, it's actors playing the older wrestlers. But, um, you know, why why they chose specifically those ones? Because, like, I don't quite understand why some of them would have been 
with this group as opposed to others that weren't. I don't know, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so far so good. I mean, obviously, got the rock, um, um, and his story, but um, yeah, I, I'd recommend it if you haven't watched it. Young Rock on NBC Tuesday nights. Check it out. Um, I also finally watched Next, which was a show that was on Fox back in the fall, uh, starring John Slattery, um, among other people. Uh, basically, like, you know, John Slattery was like this is the tech guy. Um, him and his brother ran this tech company, and they created this thing, which then is kind of trying to take over the world, and blah, 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 and they're trying to stop it, so... And then he gets his daughter involved and an FBI and blah, blah, CIA. Well, whatever, you know, a bunch of agencies and whatever involved. But everyone's kind of like weird about it because, hey, it's, what are you talking about? It's just, it's like, you know, an Alexa thing. Um, well, how's it going to take over the world and blah, blah, blah. But all these weird things start happening and it's controlling stuff and, uh, you know, setting the narrative on things and making all this crazy stuff happen. Um, so yeah, um, also Resident Alien, still watching that on Sci-Fi. Pretty good show. I'm enjoying it. Uh, Alan Tudyk uh, as an alien, but playing a guy that, yeah, it, pretty good. I like it. Um, Snowpiercer on TNT, uh, that is still going. Still watching that. Um, so far, this season's been pretty solid. Um you know, they're, you know, you're getting more of the backstory with, um, the whole train itself, uh, with, the the guy that name I'm blanking on, but Sean Beam plays him. He's the guy that, the name, the trail that they named the, uh, Wentworth and the, what is it? I, I forget his name. I'm blanking on the name. Um, but anyways, yeah, that guy and, uh, kind of get all more of the backstory. So that's kind of cool. Um, Clarice, I haven't watched the newest episode, but the first few episodes have been pretty solid. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of weird that they can just, they can delve into all the stuff that happened in Silence of the Lambs, except they can't talk about Hannibal Lecter. It's just kind of like, eh, there's an element missing here, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. It's just kind of funny because I got pretty much everything else from that movie. But it's like, oh yeah, remember that other guy? <laughs> we can't talk about him, but... He, he was there. <laughs> um, then, um, so The Flash came back on CW. Uh, only one episode in so far. Uh, came back this week. Um, it was kind of a weird episode because, like, people were, like, missing it. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Wait, where's so-and-so? Where's who-and-who? Like, oh, yeah, okay. Huh. All right. Well, whatever. Um, they're still kind of playing out the end of last season because, again, they didn't get to finish last season. So I don't know if necessarily the stuff that they're doing now would have been the stuff they would have done last the end of last season or, or not, but um, they're still finishing up that storyline. Whether they'll extend that storyline, I guess well, we, shall, we shall see. Um, they also uh, debuted uh, Superman and Lois, uh, so another take on Superman and Lois, uh, not Lois and Clark from back in the day, uh, but in this variation they have uh, twins, and one of them's kind of getting powers, and they're trying to figure out what the dealio is with that. And they move from um, Metropolis back to Smallville, and they run into the Smallville people, and stuff's going on. Um, pretty good so far. I'm a bit confused on, like, the bad guy, because it's, like, 
Lex Luthor, but not Lex Luthor. He's from a different planet or something. I, I'm confused in that. But I'm guessing they'll explain it as the season goes along. So if you like uh, Superman, I'd say check it out. Um, the Walking Dead returned uh, this past Sunday. Uh, uh, again, they're kind of similar to The Flash. Like, they didn't get to finish that last episode last season, but then they finished it, but then they said, all right, you know what, we're going to just do more episodes for the this, this season. So, whereas I thought they wrapped things up a little bit more for that. I don't know. But they're like, hey, six more episodes. Okay. Whatever. Uh, or I think it's six. Something like that. Whatever. Um, You know, so it's still more of that stuff. But um, that's The Walking Dead. You know, if you've been watching this far. You know, it's one of those things where, like, if you keep them watching. If you've been watching since the beginning, it's like, you gotta keep watching, I feel like. But maybe you don't. I don't, I don't know. It's not what it used to be. But, um. Yeah, and they keep on, you know, it's like, it's like Michonne's gone now, but now Maggie's back. So it's like, okay, interesting dynamic there. Um, what else am I watching? Uh, Servant on Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV Plus. Uh, stuff's happening in that show. It's it's gotten better this so far. Beginning of the season was kind of like, wait, what? Because so it it's just like basically rehashing what happened last season, but now stuff's finally starting to happen. So that's been solid. Um, continue watching that. Um, Fox cartoons finally came back. Seems like they were off for a bit with all the football and stuff going on. Um, and then Daytona 500 like ran super long and bounced everything. But uh, you know, I mean, The Simpsons. Ah, I still struggle with the new voices. It just doesn't seem right to me. Like they just they don't sound right. It just seems weird. Um, so that's all, you know, but I, whatever, I, I'm, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, I mean, it hasn't happened in Family Guy yet because they still have episodes recorded where Mike, Mark Henry, Mark, not Mark Henry. We'll talk about Mark Henry here in a little bit. Mike Henry, uh, still did record all the Cleveland stuff, but he'll, I don't know what they'll do if they'll just replace the, the act, you know, do the different voice or they'll just get rid of Cleveland. I don't really know. I'm not sure what the plan is. Uh, but so far. In this season, anyways, he's still regular old Cleveland, which is funny because you know Cleveland shows are always airing on Comedy Central. They have to get rid of those too. Um, I don't know, the whole thing's weird. But anyways, uh, SNL is back. I don't know if I talked about it before, but you know, with that, you know, it's kind of always weird with um, in the years where it's like. Oh, there's an election going on. Oh, we're doing all this election stuff. And then the election's over. And it's like, oh, the election's over. So now what do we do? <laughs> and especially since Biden won and Trump didn't win. It was kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah, they're not going to make fun of Biden because they're not allowed to. I mean, they could, but they're not going to. Um, and uh, I mean, there's not there's a lot less material to make. I mean, it's like, oh, he's old. He's forgetful. Whatever. Whereas Trump, hey, he said some crazy stuff. Let's make fun of him. Oh, there's obviously more material with Trump than there is with Biden, but um, they're not going to touch anyway, so it is what it is. All right. Um, and finally, for small screen sweeps, uh, I started watching Peaky Blinders. I've literally only watched one episode so far, but I've heard great things, so I'm looking forward to watching more episodes. I did enjoy the first episode. I just only have a, I've only had a chance to watch the one episode. So I'm looking forward to watching more, and we'll we'll have more on that one next time out. All right, 
uh, switch over to games for Greg. Um, I have not had a chance to, chance to play Injustice 2 yet. Um, hopefully this weekend maybe I'll get around to it. I uh, just haven't gotten to it. I don't know. The whole point of this was to play more games, so pick more games and play it, and then I just get caught up in doing other things, and I just never don't get around to playing the games. But I will for next time. I promise. Uh, but I will have to play a little bit more Mario 35 as it will be going away at the end of March. Uh, they Nintendo just reaffirmed everything to everyone. It's like, hey, this game's going away. We're going to stop selling those other games. Mario 35 is over. We're going to start celebrating Pokemon uh, uh, 30th anniversary and or 25th anniversary, I should say. And um, our 20th anniversary? No. What is it for Pokemon? It must be 25th anniversary. And then for Zelda, it's the 35th anniversary. So they're ramping up the Zelda and Pokemon stuff. Um, but also they might have a new version of the Switch coming. Uh, you know, it's kind of been rumored forever to do a new version of the Switch, the Switch Pro. But uh, there's some more leaks and reports and stuff coming out about new screens and all sorts of stuff. So it seems more inevitable than it has been that uh, maybe coming up for this fall, you know, to go into the holiday season, there will be... A new Switch version. Uh, 4K compatibility, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes down. But um, I'm content with my Switch for now. All right. Uh, so let's move on to Concert Concerto. Not a ton of stuff going on, but there was a new Green Day song that debuted. Um, so they have some sort of deal with NHL and, like, the NBC Sports Network or NBC Sports or whatever. Because I remember last year they had a song for the All-Star Game. And this year they had a new song, which wasn't even on their album, uh, for the um, for the outdoor games in Lake Tahoe, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, here comes the shock. It was. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know. It sounds more like Green Day than their last album did. I'll be honest, but it's just kind of whatever. <laughs> it's like here comes the shock. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, in other news, the to, to you know to, not the flip side of the nineteen ninety four punk pop battle offspring are back with a new song as well uh let the bad times roll it's all right it's offspring they got a new album coming out which i believe is also called let the bad times roll uh i think it comes out next month or something like that so um yeah offspring green day that's all i got for you really for for concert concerto news for music news um it yeah if it was 1994 it'd be a lot more relevant i suppose but um you know, they've had decent runs. I mean, here we are uh, 27 years later, and they're still putting out new music. So, good. Although, this is the first new music from the Offspring in a while. I can't I can't remember what their last album was. Um, it might have been like seven or eight years ago at this point. I don't even remember. Maybe even longer? I don't know. I mean, Green Day, obviously, like I said, they had a new album last year. So, this kind of a... Uh, just, uh, you know, new song for NHL, I suppose. But... Um, all right, there we go. Let's move on. Uh, speaking of NHL and sports, let's talk about Sports Splash Zone. So, um, yeah, NHL had the Lake Tahoe games, which didn't go as planned. So, originally, they were supposed to be sun- Saturday and Sunday afternoon. At one point, they decided, hey, we're going to move the Sunday game up. Something to do with the sunlight. They want So, they moved it up an hour. But they didn't move the Saturday game up an hour, which I thought was weird. So Saturday game starts, uh, you know, they're part way through the first period, and they're like, ah, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. 
Because it wasn't that it was super warm necessarily, because it actually had snowed right before the game started. It was just the sun. There was no cloud cover, and the sun was just beaming on the ice and melting it. So, uh, and you know, you know, now that we're, you know, if they'd played this game two months ago, yeah, okay, even if it had been sunny, like it wouldn't have mattered as much. But we're in that point where we're getting towards spring, and uh, you know, sun. Even even you know, if it's cold out, even if you're in the direct sun, the direct sun just has, you know. It's, you know, however the solar system and science and stuff and weather works, the direct rays are, they're more direct rays this time of year than there would have been two months ago. So it just warms up the ice. And so they finish out the first quarter, first period. And they're like, yeah, we can't play anymore. So they delayed it to like midnight or something. Um, well, midnight Eastern time, you know, they're in Lake Tahoe. So it's West uh, Pacific time. Um, and they finished the game, uh, the second, the second and third periods, like at midnight. <laughs> it was kind of interesting. And then there's like, hey, we're pushing the game back tomorrow. So the Bruins and Flyers game ended up not, not uh, starting at like seven thirty, up, uh, you know, East Coast time, four thirty there. So the sun was going down, and they wouldn't have that problem. And the Bruins dominated, had a great game. They dominated, but um, they lost a couple other games. Uh, so. Um, yeah, they're kind of struggling right now. They're kind of going back and forth. <laughs> I don't know. They've had a bunch of injuries, especially on the defensive end. Um, you know, but they got smoked by the by the Rangers. But then they beat the Rangers. But then they lost in overtime to the Capitals on Wednesday. But they have the Capitals again. It was kind of unfortunate um, because um, they're playing the Capitals at home. So it's the first time that Chara had returned to um, Boston, and of course, there's no fans for now. Uh, next time he'll be around as long as he's you know healthy and whatever and 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 stuff. Uh, there will be fans as the Boston announced they will have fans starting March 22nd at the Garden for Celtics and Bruins games and subsequently uh, obviously uh, for Red Sox games when the the Red Sox season started. Although they haven't really said anything about those uh, Red Sox, because they, they said 12 percent. Um, but that, I thought that was indoor venues. I don't know if they specifically said for outdoor venues. Maybe that was just in general. I don't I don't know. The Red Sox really haven't said anything. Celtics and Bruins have been a little bit more forthcoming. Uh, they're kind of... So they're just going to sell tickets. Like, the, the, like as season ticket holder, like they're not going to make me take tickets. They're just going to be like, hey, if you want tickets, you can use your credit to buy these tickets. But you have to get them because obviously there's not enough tickets for everyone but and there's a limit and stuff. I don't. I don't really. I haven't really looked into it. I don't necessarily plan on going. Specifically not for the regular season. Playoff time maybe will maybe I'll consider it. But I, you know it's just kind of there's too many variables out there. Too you know still waiting on the vaccines and stuff. So I don't know. I'm just rather just stay away from it for now. Playoffs roll around in May. Maybe maybe we'll have a discussion. But. Um, but as far as playoffs goes, Celtics were looking like they could be out of the playoffs real quick. Uh, but then they went on a four-game winning streak, so now they're back in the playoffs. You know, if they ended today, but I mean, there's still so much. There's still the second half of the season to go, and uh, I'm looking at the standings right now in front of me, and the top ten teams are within seven. Or sorry, with in seven and a half games of each other. Uh, so there's lots of room little wiggle room Celtics kind of right in the middle there so um yeah but um you know uh, they're starting to play better you know they were struggling mightily um 
couple weeks ago, but now they've started to look better last last week or so. Uh, now heading into the All-Star game, Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum going to be playing in the All-Star game, uh, which is also weird the way they're doing the All-Star game this year. They're doing it all the All-Star stuff in one night. So I don't think they're doing like the the Young Stars game. I think that's just not happening. But they're doing the... Um, as far as I know, I don't. I don't think they're doing that. I haven't. I haven't heard anything about it. But they're doing the skills competition, the three-point contest, the dunk contest, and the All-Star game all on Sunday. I'm not quite sure how it's all gonna play out in terms of um, the scheduling. I'm pretty sure they're doing the slam dunk contest at halftime, or maybe they're doing it at the end of the game and doing the three-point contest at halftime and doing. I, I I don't quite know how it's working, or how it's playing out. Find out on Sunday, I guess. But it's all on TNT. Um, which is why Shaq couldn't be at the pay-per-view, the AEW pay-per-view, because they had to do um, his match this week, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, uh, nothing real else to talk about um, for sports, I guess. I mean, in in the in the NFL, there a uh, bit more of a quarterback shuffling going on. Alex Smith got released from the Redskins, so. Who knows where people are going to end up for quarterbacks. You know, we got the draft coming up in another month or so, or I'm not quite sure when it is, but uh, I think the end of April maybe, I think. Uh, possibly, I don't know. Uh, so, you know, obviously a bunch of quarterbacks will get drafted in that, and some more quarterbacks will probably get, you know, signed and maybe traded. Who knows? Who knows? So there's a lot of stuff going on there. All right. Um, so let's move on for fights for money. Talk about some fights for money because we got some fights coming up this weekend. Uh, first of all, Canelo Alvarez did win his match, so I got that correct a couple weeks ago. Uh, so thumbs up to me for that, I suppose. Uh, and also, Derek Lewis won his his uh, fight too, so thumbs up for me for that. Um, so I guess Can- yeah, Canelo was last weekend. The Lewis fight was two weekends ago. Cool. All right, but coming up this weekend, we got UFC 259. Yeah, so big, big one, big UFC. Three big title matches taking place um, this weekend um, at the UFC card. Uh, the preliminary card will be on, uh, early preliminary card. I don't know what time it starts, probably like 5.30, 6-ish. Uh, will be on ESPN Plus or UFC Fight Pass. The preliminary card, which starts today, will be on ESPN or ESPN Plus. And then the main card, of course, will be on ESPN Plus through the ES- through pay-per-view on ESPN Plus, uh, which is um, that starts at 10 o'clock. So the big three matches, big three title matches, we got Jan Bl- Blachowicz, that how you say it, Blachowicz, uh, taking on Israel Arasanya, um, Arasanya. Uh, of course, uh, the light heavyweight championship, Jan Blachowicz. Uh, is defending against Israel, uh, um, Israel Adesanya. Of course, he's the welterweight champion, but the welterweight title is not on the line. Um, hmm. So it's a tough one because he's moving up in weight, light heavyweights. Hmm. <sighs> I probably should have gone in the other order <laughs> of the. You know, let's just move on. Yeah, I'll I'll come back to that one. Amanda Nunez is defending her featherweight championship against. Megan Anderson. She's also the welterweight champion as well, I believe. Uh, but this is for the featherweight title. And then Petri Jan is defending his bantamweight title against 
Aljamin uh, Sterling. I don't, I'm, I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, but I'll throw up for that one. The Bantamweight Championship, we got Peter Jan defending against Aljamin um, Sterling. Um, mm, I'm going to go with Peter Jan to retain. All right, and then Amanda Nunez taking on Megan Anderson. I'm going to go with Amanda Nunez to retain. And then in the main event, we got Jan Blachowicz defending the light heavyweight championship against Israel Adesanya. We do, do we get another champ champ? I mean, we've had him before. Obviously, Nunez is one right now. Uh, um, and... Uh, Ooh, all right. Breaking news right now. Take it back. I'll get to that in a second. Pistons and Blake Griffin agree to contract buyout. Hmm. Okay. He'll become a free agent. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder, hmm, I wonder where he'll end up. It's an interesting little tidbit right there. But as far as my predictions for Champ Champ, um, obviously uh, McGregor was one. Cormier was one. Uh uh, Nunez is one. Will he become one? I think there was someone else that was one too, right? Or maybe someone was had a chance to become one. I don't remember. Either way, champ champ, I'm going with it. Israel Adesanya to win the light heavyweight championship. Alright, so that's happening this Saturday. Um, fight night. Uh, I'm sorry, UFC 259. But coming up next Saturday, we got another fight night on ESPN Plus. Um, we got Edwards, Leon Edwards taking on Bal- yeah. Bilal Muhammad in a welterweight battle. So I'm going to go with Leon Edwards for that one because why not? All right. A little bit of boxing news. I mean, obviously Canelo Alvarez won his fight, but uh, Tyson Fury's management or whatever promoter says that the Fury-Joshua fight is getting closer to being confirmed and picking a date and and scheduling that and all that, whatever. We'll see see how that plays out. Obviously, there's still the uh, Fury-Wilder third bout that was supposed to happen that still hasn't happened, so... Fury says he still wants to fight twice this year, but, you know, he hasn't fought in over a year now, so that'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, so, yeah, so stay tuned for that, I suppose, is the, the best way to go about that. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he the Joshua Fury fight does happen this year and when, and if it does, whether Fury will fight again. Um, I suppose it will defend, depend on what happens in that fight. Um, but they obviously would might have a rematch. Wilder still might have a say in stuff. I don't know, but uh, we'll find out. Um, but yeah, so there you go. All right, let's move on. Let's get to turnbuckle time. Uh, so turnbuckle time. Um, obviously, a lot, lot going on in wrestling. Uh, we got, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, so Elimination Chamber took place uh, a week ago last Sunday. Uh, two weeks from Sunday, what happened? Two, two weeks ago, Sunday. I don't know. However, however you want to say it. Um, my predictions were okay, not great. Uh, Drew didn't do so good, but hey, it is what it is. 
So they ended up switching the Lashley um, um, Riddle Lee match because Keith Lee was injured, but they still want to have a triple threat for reasons we'll we found out later. Uh, but uh, they ended up having a triple threat match to determine who would be in the triple threat match. John Morrison ended up beating Elias and um, Ricochet to take that third spot, which then led to, you know, Morrison taking the fall to Matt Riddle so Matt Riddle could win the U.S. title and Lashley would be without a title. Hmm, interesting. Yes. Um, So um, then they had, or well, that was in the middle, but Elimination Chamber, the SmackDown Elimination Chamber, Daniel Bryan ended up winning, but then he... Obviously, that loss to Roman Reigns uh, following that uh, as the match happened right after. Uh, like I said, Matt Riddle ended up winning the U.S. title in the triple threat after being Matt Morrison, Lashley dropped the title. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retained the the tag team championships. Um, uh, uh, the Asuka match ended up not even happening. Lacey Evans obviously didn't participate because she's pregnant, but the, they didn't have a replacement. Nothing happened there. Drew McIntyre won the Raw Elimination Chamber. Um, But then, after, before the match, there was a brief moment of The Miz having a discussion after he... Did Miz have a confrontation with... Miz had a confrontation with Bad Bunny, where Bad Bunny slapped Miz, and then Miz was seen talking to MVP later on. Uh, And then after this Elimination Chamber match... Uh, Drew McIntyre won and then was attacked by Bobby Lashley, which led to The Miz cashing in his money in the bank and winning the WWE Championship. This led to the next night on Raw. Uh, So, yes, obviously, Miz did cash in. Bad Bunny did not lose the 24-7 championship, so I got that The Miz wrong and the Bad Bunny right. Um, But anyways, the next night, uh, Bobby Lashley's like, hey, you owe me, like, I want my title shot. Uh, after some shenanigans, uh, they said, "Oh, decided okay next week." But then uh, Braun Strowman's like, "Hey, I want a shot." And then they said, "Okay, well, if you can beat Bobby Lashley, you can get a triple threat next week." But Bobby Lashley ended up winning, um, and that and Shane McMahon was involved in this as well. Seems to be Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman might be on a collision course down the line. Uh, but nothing yet. Um, but anyways, that led to this week where Bobby Lashley would uh, get his match. But initially, Miz had stomach cramps and couldn't wrestle. But then they said, no, you have to later on. So then they had the match. But then the Miz just gra- left and got counted out. Which Bobby Lashley was like, hey, what's the deal? Shane McMahon was like, hey, no, that's not happening. We're not going down, down that road. Uh, Miz, you're going to have to defend the title and then set up a Lumberjack match in which Bobby Lashley destroyed the Miz and won the WWE Championship. Now Bobby Lashley is the WWE Champion. Uh, What this will lead to, not totally sure. I think it will eventually lead to Drew and and, uh, Bobby at WrestleMania. But what happens at Fastlane? Maybe a rematch with the Miz? Not quite sure. Um... Drew McIntyre kind of blew off his feud with Sheamus this week as they had a lengthy length, lengthy match, which was interesting because I thought they would have saved it for Fastlane, but maybe I don't I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do for Fastlane now, I guess. But uh 
we'll find out in a couple weeks, I guess. Um, but um, on the SmackDown side of things, Daniel Bryan was like, hey, Roman, like, you beat me, sure, but, like, I was already just had a match in the Elimination Chamber. Like, I lasted through the whole thing. Like, and then you're going to beat me? Like, that's not cool. I want a rematch. Uh, meanwhile, sorry, I missed the part. Edge came out at the end after after the Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match. Edge came out, speared Roman Reigns, and said, hey, challenging you. It's you and me, WrestleMania. So, on SmackDown, Daniel Bryan was like, hey, you know, I kind of want to match a legit, like, one-on-one match without having to have fought through a elimination chamber to get the match. Um, you know, Roman's like, nah, not happening. Okay, well, if you can beat Jey Uso, I'll give you a match. This led to Edge being like, hey, what's the deal? I thought we were having a tag match at Fastlane. It was going to be Daniel Bryan and Edge versus Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. But Adam Pearce like, ah, you know, well, whatever. Or Sonya Deville, whoever said it, was like, I don't know, they'd agreed to this. So they had the match. Uh, Daniel Bryan ended up losing. by, sh- Or actually, no, it wasn't even losing. Double countout uh, shenanigans to- happened. Double countout. So then Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack went to Paul Heyman and was like, hey, I didn't lose. I didn't win, but I didn't lose. Let's try this over again. Uh, if I win this week on SmackDown, so tomorrow, or tonight, what day is it? Tonight. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. Tonight on SmackDown, Jey Uso, Daniel Bryan, but it's a steel cage match to ensure there's no countouts or any sort of shenanigans without a winner. Um, so my prediction for that for tonight that I believe Daniel Bryan's going to win and set up a match at Fastlane with Roman Reigns. How Edge will play into all this, I don't know. Maybe he'll be the guest referee or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm going Daniel Bryan to beat Jey Uso and set up the Fastlane match, which, ironically, was the first main event of Fastlane back in 2015. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns first shot at... Well, in 2015, it was for a shot at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, but or sorry, against um, uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, this time around, it's for the W or the Universal Championship. Ah, gotta keep track of stuff. All right. So, what else is going on in the world of WWE? Um, so, the women's tag titles. Well, I should say, Shayna. Sorry, Sasha. Sasha Banks. Basically, I don't know. Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks had their tag match at uh, against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Didn't work out so great. This led to kind of a confrontation in which it ended with Sasha Banks or Bianca Belair picking Sasha Banks. Uh, Reginald got involved. He got involved at the SmackDown or at the pay per view as well and caught kind of cost on the match. He got involved around again this time around, um, and it led to Bianca Belair. Essentially picking, eventually picking Sasha to be the match at WrestleMania. So that's happening. But not before they get another shot at the tag titles at Fastlane. Because Santa Baszler and um, Nia Jax successfully defended the titles on NXT against Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Who had won the women's Dusty Rhodes Classic to earn the shot. But there were shenanigans involved here as um, the um, uh, the referee, the original referee for the match, got kind of knocked out 
So then Adam Pierce brought in a second referee who was a raw referee who um, had Dakota Kai, you know, submitting to um, Shayna Baszler. The problem was she wasn't the legal participant in the match, so it shouldn't have happened. This led to uh, William Regal getting upset and yelling at Adam Pierce, but then said next week he's going to make a monumental announcement or something. Um, there was speculation that this might this announcement might be that NXT is moving to um, Tuesday nights, which might happen as well. But I don't think that's has anything to do with this because why would that have to do anything to do with that? Uh, I think they're going to announce women's tag team titles for NXT. It'd be my guess, but that's um, uh, just speculation on my part because I don't know else, what else it would be, unless they're setting up some sort of match for Shayna Baszler and. And maybe setting up a match between Baszler and and Nia Jax, maybe like a ladder match or something, something that hasn't happened before, maybe like a you know for something. I don't know, but at the same time, then they announced on for Fastlane. I think they announced on some WWE.com or something. I don't even know that Shayna uh, Shayna Baszler and and um, Nia Jax are defending them at Fastlane against. Uh, Bianca and Sasha so I don't know what they would announce what Regal announced next week that would affect that when that match was already announced I don't know we'll find out maybe it's for a match beyond that because they did announce they did well they sort of backdoor announced that there is going to be an NXT takeover Wrestlemania weekend uh supposedly it's going to take place on the Thursday so it's going to be interesting because the way they're going to do it is uh Wednesday, well, you obviously have Raw on Monday, that come, that week. Nothing on Tuesday. NXT Wednesday. Then TakeOver Thursday. And what they're saying is it might be kind of a two-night NXT TakeOver where the first half's on this regular show. Second half would be on Thursday. Then Friday got SmackDown. Saturday, first WrestleMania Part 1. Sunday, WrestleMania Part 2. Monday, obviously, got Raw. And then that Tuesday... NXT is moving to Tuesday, that Tuesday, the Tuesday after WrestleMania, supposedly. Um, some questionable reasons as to why this is happening, and they haven't announced it yet, so it's still speculation all at this point. But, you know, some people are saying, well, you know, NXT is kind of lost out on the ratings with AEW, so maybe they're just moving into maybe they can get better ratings being on different nights. Possibly. But also another reasoning might be because NBC Sports Network is eventually going to go away. NHL is going to move to USA at some point. Um, Wednesday night's rivalry night. It's their night. So theoretically, NXT would have had to move eventually anyways. So if you just do it now, you can get it ahead of time. I mean, there's you can debate this for days. I mean, you can, you can go back to when NXT originally went on USA. Should it have been on Tuesday nights? They could have slid into the SmackDown spot where SmackDown was moving to Fridays uh, on Fox. You know, you're abandoning that Tuesday night spot. Why couldn't it have just been there? You know, but at the same time, it's like, oh, well, NXT was on Wednesdays on the network. So why not? Because, you know, AEW is moving on in our night. But then put it on against it on USA live two hours kind of like all right blah, blah. but whatever it is what it is it'll be more wrestling you can watch live as opposed to having to watch it later I suppose so I guess we'll see how it all go all pans out um I guess that's really all the news I can think of for NXT or and well 
not for NXT, I should say, for SmackDown or Raw. Um, uh, gearing, gearing up for Fastlane and then build towards WrestleMania. But for NXT, uh, before we get to that takeover, it's happening in a month. Um, big night next week. They got two title matches, big two big title matches, as we got. Um, Finn Balor defending the NXT Championship against Adam Cole, baby. Now, I'm going to go with Finn Balor on this one just because I feel like Kyle O'Reilly um, is going to get involved some somehow. Finn Balor did beat Roderick Strong this week, who debuted his new gear and new music. So, um, Undisputed Era seemingly completely done. Um, so, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, got to imagine, shows back up. Um, next week and gets involved somehow in this match. Uh, whether that leads to a triple threat somewhere down the line, I don't know. I think Karrion Cross might have something to say about that. Um, but um, yeah, I'm going to go with Finn Balor in that match anyways to retain. And then we got uh, Io Shirai defending against uh, Tony Storm. Uh, is it just a regular match? I think so, right? For some reason, I'm thinking it's two or three falls, but I'm, I think I'm just making that up. I don't know why I'm even thinking that. I don't know. I think it's just a regular match, right? You know what it was? It was. It was last week. They said it was in two weeks. That's what I was. That's what I was confusing me. Not two or three falls. It's just in two weeks, and that was last week, and now it's yeah. So it's this week. So there you go. All right. Uh, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. Ah, I mean, Io Shirai's had the title for a while, so you know. Kind of feel like eventually they're gonna take. I mean, eventually she's gotta lose it. But is it to Tony Storm? Is it now? I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna say Tony Storm wins. Tony Storm wins the title. Yeah, unless they just want to save it for Takeover WrestleMania. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tony Storm. There it is. All right. Um, all right. I guess that's enough for NXT and that. So let's move on to AEW. Some big stuff happening in AEW, um, both literally and figuratively. Uh, big Show is now in AEW. Obviously, can't be Big Show. He's Paul White. Also, Big Shaq was, had a match on AEW Dynamite. Um, so, yeah. Uh, big Show, I guess, is or Paul White. I guess his contract ran out. With WWE, he wasn't too happy with what he was doing, even though I, I don't know what he really wanted to do. I I mean, he's going to do commentating in AEW, so maybe he wanted to do commentating. I mean, they gave him a damn television show. I don't know what the hell he's wanted. I mean, it wasn't wasn't their fault he got canceled by Netflix. I mean, I don't know. No, I, I just don't know what he wants to do. do, do was, does he still want to wrestle? Because, like, eh, does anyone really want to see that anymore? Eh. Um, so, I mean, he, he supposedly will still wrestle a bit with AEW, but he's not going to be a full-time wrestler. He's going to do commentary on a new show on their YouTube channel, because they needed another new show on the YouTube channel. Dark Evolution, or Elevation, Dark Elevation, I think it's called. Um, as opposed to Dark, which is on Tuesdays. This one's going to be on Mondays. How it's different, I don't know. Just more spread out, I guess. Do two different shows. Um, there was still talk. There was talks of doing another show on TNT or TBS or something, but still nothing. Haven't heard anything about that. What's going on with that? Saturday is six oh five, TBS. That's what it should be. 
That's AEW Saturday night. How they how they're messing this up? I don't know. TBS six oh five, and you don't have to make it six oh five, but six six o'clock TBS Saturday nights. AEW Saturday night. How how have they not done this? I don't know. Um, they're trying to bring back the four horsemen. Tully Blanchard wrestled a match, and then Arneson was like, "Hmm, interesting." JJ Dillon was there. Sean Spears got involved. They did the four horsemen kind of thing. So if they're bringing back the four horsemen, have them on Saturday nights six oh five TBS. Why not the Superstation? Let's do it. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, Shaq had his match. Obviously, he won't be there. He couldn't be there at the pay per view because uh, the All Star Game. So they had it this. They had it this week early. Not bad. He, he did okay. I don't know. It's always weird to compare these. Uh, you know, these uh, celebrity matches and stuff. But also, it was it wasn't just a celebrity match as much. It was like, oh, it's Cody Rhodes. Against against Shaq, but then here's two other women that I never heard of. So I was like, "All right, cool." I mean, it was supposed to be Randy Rhodes originally, but she got she she's pregnant, so she can't wrestle. So they Velvet Red or whatever her name is, Red Velvet, uh, Velvet Cake. I don't know what her name is. Red, Red Velvet, I think it is. Versus the uh, the other the other girl whose name I'm blanking on right now because of course it, I don't remember what it is. Um, Jade Cargill, that's that's it. Who fine, cool. Maybe at some point they'll be. I mean, I guess you're kind of giving the rub by having them in the match with Cody and Shaq. But honestly, anyone's talking about is Cody and Shaq. Who no one, no one even knows what, who I even, who who even won the match. Like I don't even remember. Like Jade Cargill pinned Velvet Red, or could have been the other way around. For all I know, it doesn't even matter. Anyone remembers? Anyone who's even talking about it just remembers Shaq going through two tables. So that's really all they wanted out of the match, I suppose, was that. But, I mean, it could have just been Cody versus Shaq. Like, I don't even understand why you need any of the other nonsense. Uh, but whatever. It, it was what it was. Shaq to his, uh, his, uh, his, you know, kudos to Shaq for taking the bump. We'll see how they play that out on the All-Star game, I suppose. It'll probably be fine and they won't even mention it. But the other thing that they then didn't even mention was they cut to the back. Shaq playing out the injuries, went through two tables. They put him in the ambulance. But then Tony Schiavone goes to the ambulance to check in on him. And he just had disappeared. He wasn't in the ambulance. He did the whole Undertaker disappearing act for some reason. And then they just don't even talk about it. And I was like, wait, what? Shaq just disappeared. <laughs> um, and he'll show up Sunday at the All-Star game, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, but whatever. Um, it is what it is. I, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, yeah, so fine, that decent, it, yeah, there it was. Okay, so let's get to evo- uh, rel- Revolution. So one of the big things for Revolution is, you know, concerns Paul White, who who made the announcement, Um, you know, he's, you know, showed up, he talked about doing commentary with Tony Schiavone on the AEW Dark Elevation show, but then he said, I got, I'm, that's not all I'm doing, I'm getting scoops too. He said, uh, I'm going to be a revolution and announce the brand new biggest signing of AEW. He specifically said it's, He said it wasn't who you thought, whatever that means. I don't know who we thought it was going to be. Um, let's see the man himself. I don't, know, I don't know. It's not who you thought. Um, it's a Hall of Fame caliber performer or worthy performer. Hall of Fame worthy performer. 
which got a lot of people thinking. Does that mean this person isn't in the Hall of Fame yet, or they are a Hall of Famer? Or it, the wording was a bit confusing to throw you off, I suppose. Um, Hall of Fame worthy talent. So what does that mean necessarily, though? I mean, yes, uh, anyone could have Hall of Fame worthy talent. Uh, whether or not they make the Hall of Fame is a different story. Uh, Bo Jackson had Hall of Fame worthy talent, but he didn't make the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, Ahmed Johnson, who is claiming that Vince McMahon blackballed him from the from the Hall of Fame, uh, had Hall of Fame worthy talent. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm stretching it there. Just trying to capture two stories in one. Um, but um, yeah, so there's a lot of speculation on who it could be, who's you know even eligible to be in it. Um, you know, Mark Henry came out and said he wants to have more matches. Uh, whether his contract with WWE still exists or not, I don't know. But he's already in the Hall of Fame. So it's like, does he count? He was already in the Hall of Fame. Rob Van Dam's another guy that his name came up. He's doing something with WWE right now, though. So would he be even eligible? Christian's name came up. But then it came out that maybe he's already signed. Uh, CM Punk, obviously, because it's CM Punk's name's going to come up. He said no. But, of course, he's going to say no if... If it, if it was, because you know that's how you do it, so it could be all CM Punk. Brock Lesnar's name come up because technically he's not signed with WWE, so potentially, I mean, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Batista's name came up because technically he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, but I mean, you've got to imagine they're doing something with Batista at WrestleMania for the Hall of Fame because all those guys are going to go in this year. So I don't know how that would play out. He, he, of course, said, no, I'm retired, but of course that's what he would say. So, I don't know. Uh, Kurt Angle is another name that has come up. Um, but again, he's in the Hall of Fame. So, again, I guess it's how you interpret what the big show said. Uh, odds on favorite seems to be leaning towards Kurt Angle just because apparently he came out and said some stuff and wasn't too happy about how his WWE ran run kind of ended. So, maybe he'd want to get back in the ring and do something. I don't know. It's turning into... Very, very WCW, even kind of TNA-ish um, stuff with AEW these days. I mean, if they're bringing back Kurt Angle to have matches, you got Sting already having a match. You got Paul Wade in to have a match. You had Shaq doing matches. I don't know, man. I don't know for for uh, for a company that was touting new talent and all this stuff. Um, you know, Jericho aside, I don't know. I just don't know. But anyways. Let's get to it. Let's get to Revolution. Let's do some uh, predictions, shall we? Um, starting off things, they have the buy-in show that will air an hour before the, the actual show. We have Riho and Thunder Rosa taking on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel. But supposedly Rebel's injured and might be replaced. Um, some speculation running wild on who might replace Rebel. Uh, one Selena Vega, or FK, Selena Vega, Thea Trinidad has been brought up um, among others, but um, could also just still end up being Rebel or some shenanigans or something happening. But um, ultimately, I'm going to go with Riho and Thunder Rosa to win the match. Then they announced that the uh, tag match, the tag team title match, well, let's start, I think they said the tag title match. I don't know. That's what I heard somewhere. Uh, could be wrong, but uh, the tag title match will start off the show. They got the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson taking on the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, and MJF. Um, so, so pre- pre- presumably with Wardlow and possibly 
um, the other members of the inner circle as well. Um, Jake Hager, although I think Jake Hager is training for a MMA match or something. I don't know. So we'll see. But um, yeah, Young Bucks defending uh, Jericho and MJF beat up their dad. So they're out for revenge. Sure. Um, you also got Brandon Color, you know, defending them. So he might be in their corner to you know help uh, against the or Wardlow or whatever. Hmm. I'm gonna go with inner. I'm gonna go with Jericho and MJF. I just feel like it's more interesting than the than than um, the Bucks having the tag, tag titles. Or a company they run. Um, although, Jericho kind of involved in that too. But anyways. Alright, moving on. Just continue with the All-Star. Uh, the All-Star? What am I talking about? Sorry. Um, I got the NBA. I got my TV on the NBA stuff. They're talking about All-Star game. Uh, no. Uh, the tag team stuff. They have the Casino Tag Team Royale. Uh, for future AEW World Tag Team Championship match now. They're not doing this like they've done the previous Casino Royales. Where like they'll they'll they do it in like you know blocks of guys coming out. This one it's just more like a straight up Royal Rumble where every a teams come out every ninety seconds, whereas you know then the other ones they would do blocks of five and then the, the you know five guys would start and then block another block of five every so often and then there would be the one lottery ticket guy. Although they kind of rumored that there was a lottery ticket team. That wasn't announced, but that doesn't say that it doesn't say that on um, on on um, sorry on um, Wikipedia. So I'm unsure if maybe they just ended up announcing them or aren't going to do that or what the case may be. I'm not sure. But in any event, here's the teams that are participating. And unlike other traditional tag team battle royal matches or whatever, where if you, you get eliminated, your partner's eliminated too. This is not not the case with this. This is everyone's fighting so everyone has to be eliminated so it comes down to either the last guy or presumably the last team um if it's you know two two guys if two guys are on the same team they're the last two guys then they don't have to fight each other but you know even if one guy's eliminated doesn't mean the team's eliminated they're still alive so the teams announced are bear country which is bear boulder and bear bronson who i'm not even sure who they are uh taking on dark order number one team alex reynolds and john silver Dark Order number two team, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, the Inner Circle, Santana and Ortiz, uh, who are called what are that what is their name? Power and Glory? No, that doesn't no, that's not power, not power and glory. Power and something. What do, what do they call themselves? Um Oh man, that's gonna drive me bonkers now. What what is their like they have like a name. I mean they're also part of the inner circle, but they're um Proud and powerful, that's what it is. Okay. I mean, obviously they were LAX as well, but that was back in the old, old, the old company. Uh, then we got the Butcher and the Blade, presumably with the Bunny. Uh, then we got Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, which I thought Cassidy was injured because he wasn't, he didn't wrestle on, I don't know. But anyways, they're announced. We got Top Flight, Dennis, uh, Darius uh, Martin and Dante Martin. Uh, Death Triangle, Pack and Phoenix. Obviously, Penta, I believe, is injured right now, so he's not involved. Uh, Varsity Blondes, Griff Garrison and Brian Pellman Jr. 
the Seidel brothers, Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel, SoCal Uncentered, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels, uh, The Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, Chaos Project, which is Luther and Serpentico, The Gun Club, Austin Gubb, Gun and Colin Colton, sorry, Austin and Colton Gun, and The Dark Order number three, Alan Angels and Preston Vance. Now, notably, FTR on an, aren't on this. Lucha, uh, Lucha I was going to call him Lucha House Party. No, Luchasaurus, uh, Jungle Boy, uh, Jurassic Express aren't on this either. Now, they had a match on on Wednesday against each other. It was um, the entire Lucha Express versus FTR and Tully Blanchard. But that doesn't mean they couldn't work the pay-per-view. So I'm surprised neither of those teams are in this. So they may be one of those teams, a surprise team. Or maybe they're both going to be surprise teams. And maybe they'll be added later. I don't know. It just seems odd that they're not involved in this. Uh, but given the teams that are in it, um, I mean, Santana Ortiz wouldn't be interesting given if, you know, what I said that happens, Jericho and MJF win. Um, you know, one of the Dark Order teams could be interesting. I don't, I don't really know um, who else would be in this. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a bunch of just kind of like, eh, teams. Like, I, I, I just, they're fine, but I just don't see any of them winning. So I'm going to go with Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Just kind of mix it up, I guess. Although, how would that play out with the rest of the Dark Order? I don't know. All right, moving on. We got um, Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford taking on best friends, Jace, Orange Cassidy, and Chuck Taylor. Obviously, best friends are Chuck Taylor and Trent, but Trent's hurt. Uh, so Orange Cassidy kind of filling in that, filling in for that. Um I don't know. This whole thing has been kind of pointless. Like, bring it. You bring in Rusev or FK Rusev Miro. You bring him in. Try to make him a big deal. He's the best man. But then you're just putting him in more, you know, more uh, <laughs> wedding angles. It's like you know the other guy that was involved in last wedding angle that he was in. He's WWE champion right now. Miro's floundering in the mid mid barely mid card. And again, Orange Cassidy, the other guy who's fallen off the... You know, they had him beating Jericho and fighting for the TNT title and stuff. And now he's involved with this nonsense. Like, it's just... It's uninteresting. It's boring. And it's dragged on way too long. So let's get rid of it. Just be done with it. Have Miro squash Chuck Taylor or whatever and get just get, get done with it. I just don't understand this. Like, everyone complaining about how WWE's used... Miro, uh, or Miro, or Rusev, and here he is doing more of the same garbage. To the guy, it's uninteresting. It's boring. It's stupid. Like if you're gonna push the guy, make him a big deal. Push the guy, make him a big deal. Don't have him not mixed up in all the stupid nonsense that he was just trying to get out of leaving WWE. I don't get it, but whatever. It is what it is. Um. And yeah, that, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not. Like, listen, I'll be critical of AEW, and I'm not that I'm not critical of WWE, too. I mean, yeah, the crap that they had him doing was, bore, you know, was boring and pointless. So, like, you know, I, to see him move over to maybe have a new start and have him doing the same sort of stuff, like, I just don't, 
it doesn't make sense to me. It seems dumb. But all right. Anyways, um, moving on. We got Adam Page taking on Matt Hardy in a big money match. So the winner of this match will receive the other the losers' um, quarter one twenty twenty one earnings. So their salary, whatever they make for bonuses, the money they make on merchandise, whatever. Um, I'm gonna go with Adam Page. I mean, I, they keep on. I mean, I mean, say what you will about Matt Hardy, but he just I can't seem to find his lane yet. I mean, they tried the broken stuff, didn't really work out. You know, then he was kind of, kind of doing a bunch of different Matt Hardys. Now he settled in at the big money Matt Hardy, which I guess we did in TNA back in the day. Um, and fine, he tried to recruit. He's recruited private parties, tried to recruit um, Adam Page. It didn't work out, but I don't know. It just doesn't, it's not all that interesting. I mean, I don't know that the broken stuff would be either at this point, but, you know, I, I, feel, I feel like the problem with the broken stuff, and he even came out and said it was like, oh, there's no fans. Like, you can't do the delete, delete, delete stuff. Even though they do have fans, but it's not a full house. I get it. Um, but, you know, a lot of what the broken Matt Hardy was all about was the, was the, um, was all the, um, you know, the cinematic matches, which, you know, that was, that was the time to do that. But I feel like everyone, there were so many of them that just kind of got, you know, lost in the shuffle and kind of like, oh, yeah, worn out. They got worn out a bit. So it's like you're not going to do that anymore with the broken stuff. So I don't know, but whatever. Um, Adam Page, be Matt Hardy. All right, next up, we got the... Uh, Face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship match. Because, yeah. Um, you got Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta, El Zero, Maria. Oh, I guess he's not injured. He's just in this match. I thought he was injured. I guess he's working injured. Whatever. He's in this match. That's why he wasn't in the other match. Fair enough. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Lance Archer, uh, Max Caster, and then TBA. So, a lot of speculation on the two to the TBA is going to be it, it um from what we understand it will not be whoever the big show was talking about or Paul White was talking about because Tony Khan said he's the only one that knows who this is but obviously if he knew then or if the big or if it was the other one cuz the big show sorry, Paul White knows who the other guy is so he would have known who this guy is so you know a lot of speculation on who this might be uh the big name I I've heard recently is Ethan Page who um, left TNA or Impact. Um, rumor was he was going to WWE, but then they announced the WWE um, like the class uh, performance uh, center class, which was like the biggest one they've ever had. He was nowhere to be found on that list. So a lot of people are like, hmm, interesting. Okay, maybe he's not going there. So potentially could be him. Um, could be someone just already on the roster and just hasn't been announced. Someone returning, someone... I can't think of who it, that could be. It could be someone moving over from somewhere else. Who knows? I don't know. But supposedly it's different from the other guy that's coming in. So I don't know. Uh, it's tough to make a prediction. We don't know the full full uh, list of people. But I'm going to go with Scorpio Sky. They seemed like they were pushing him pretty hard on, um, on um, Dynamite. So sure, why not? Um all right, then we got the uh, singles match for the AW World Women's World Championship. 
We got Hiroto, um, Hiroko, wow, I always struggle saying this name for some reason. Karushida versus Rio Mizunoro, Mizunor, wow, I'm struggling with these names. Rio Mizunami, who beat Nyla Rose on um, Dynamite to win the uh, Eliminator Tournament. And get the shot. Uh, she had won the Japanese uh, division and then took on Nyla Rose to uh, for the finals, and she won. I'm gonna go Hiroko Shida, um, just because I'm sure. Uh, next up in a street fight, we got Team Taz, Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks taking on Darby Allen, and for the first time since Seth Rollins almost ended his career and then he retired, but now he's out of retirement. Sting. Uh, obviously, Sting took a power bomb from Brian Gage, so I guess he's okay. I don't know. I still question the whole thing, but um, sure. And I, I mean, it's Darby Allen's thing. I, I don't. I can't see how how else, how else that plays out, um, unless Sting turns on Darby Allen or something stupid. But in any event, then we have the the main event of the evening in a. Uh, Exploding barbed wire death match for the AW World Championship. We got Kenny Omega, who will, will be with Don Callis and presumably the young, the good, bro, the good brothers, uh, taking on John Moxley, who gets his rematch from when he lost back at Winter Is Coming. Was that what it was, or some some show, whatever, whatever show it was that they did? Maybe it was New Year's. The New Year's Revolution or Evolution or New Year's Party or New Year's Dash or New Year's Bash or New Year's Crap. Whatever it was, I don't remember. Um, which, whatever whatever show he lost it at because with shenanigans with the mic and Don Callis and stuff. He's getting his rematch. Um, I'm going with Kenny Omega. Now, the whole barbed wire death match thing. Uh, this one's tough because how are they going to pull this off with it looking not stupid? Because if you've watched any of those older... Japanese ones, they either look ridiculously brutal or they're just stupid. Um, and either way, I don't think plays out that great for AEW. You know, it's like if it's too brutal, people are just going to be turned off because a lot of people didn't like their other death match or whatever it was they had before their the match they had uh, last year or a year and a half ago, I guess, at this point. Um, a lot of people were kind of eh, turned off about that. Of course, they were like, well, yeah, you don't don't have to turn the channel, don't have to watch it. Yeah, but if you're buying it on pay-per-view, it's a little different. You know, it's like, I'm not going to spend money on a pay-per-view match if that's what you're giving me. So, I guess, I mean, that was a dumb thing for them to say, too. It's like, well, you know, if you don't approve it, you just have to watch it. You know, it's like, you're trying to sell pay-per-views. Don't say that, you moron. Um, That was John Moxley, by the way, who said that. Um, Kenny Omega would have taken a different approach because he's an office guy. He wants you to buy it. He wants you to buy it. You know, if you turn it off and but you're not gonna pay for it and then not watch it, that's that's a dumb thing to say. So a dumb thing to say on John Moxley's part from a business standpoint. I get like maybe like, hey, you know, you can change the channel if it's Don Dynamite, but if you're buying it for on pay-per-view, it's a little different story. But that aside, Kenny Omega's winning this because John Moxley's probably gonna get exploded or whatever and take some time off because his wife Renee Young, aka uh, FK Renee Young, Renee Paquette is going to give birth pretty soon. So here's a way to write him off TV. Uh, blow him up. <laughs> so Kenny Omega will win this match. All right. 
that's it. Uh, like I said, uh, AEW Revolution taking place this Sunday. The first time they're doing a Sunday night pay-per-view because uh, they wanted to avoid... Uh, kind of, I mean, they wanted to avoid UFC on Saturday night. They wanted to avoid, avoid the Canelo fight last week. Um, but then they ran into the All-Star game. And while the All-Star game wasn't written in stone until just recently, I guess maybe they were too far... They needed to make a decision and made the decision without thinking about it because I don't think that they could have just waited a week and done it next Saturday if they wanted to really stick to the Saturday or been a, you know, not avoided the All-Star game too. I don't know. But um, in any event, uh, there it is. AEW Revolution taking place Sunday. The the uh, buy-in, I guess, is on Bleacher Report, I think. That's where the, the buy-in you can watch the buy-in on Bleacher Report on uh, 7 o'clock, I believe, and the pay-per-view starts at 8. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. should be interesting. It'll be interesting to see who those uh, mystery uh, people are. Uh, interesting to see how they pull off the exploding barbed wire death match. Um, and we'll see what else what happens. But, yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's going to do it. I probably forgot some stuff I was going to talk about, but hey, whatever. I'll talk about it next time. Uh, elimination or fast lane. Come a couple weeks. We'll do one in a couple weeks. Actually, probably before that, we'll be doing uh, March Madness. Uh, we'll do filling out my bracket. Uh, it's back this year. Last week, obviously, we missed out on it last year, but it's back this year. Um, things kick off, I think, March 16th is when the, uh, like the pre, the, um, the, um, what am I trying to say? The play-in games, the opening round, whatever they call it, takes place. Um, I think it's it's all going to be in a bubble this year in Indianapolis, I believe, is where it is. I think I, I got I might be confused about that. Obviously, there's still tournaments going on and people qualifying and whatnot. Uh, so we don't know the field yet, but we'll find out uh, by that time. So probably look forward to that um, uh, that Tuesday. So the Tuesday the 16th, 3.16, Greg 3.16 says, listen to my podcast as I'll fill out my brackets. Um, you know, even though those, those those games don't really count for the brackets, I kind of like to do it beforehand and kind of give you an extra little taste um, of bracketing, even though it don't count. Whatever. All right, that's going to do it. Again, subscribe, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, uh, follow me on Instagram at One Man Renegade. Follow me on Twitter, One Man Renegade. Check out the Facebook page, One Man Renegade Podcast on Facebook. Check out the YouTube channel, One Man Renegade Podcast on YouTube. And check out all those um, videos. Watch all those videos. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, Like all the videos. Share all the videos. Do all that stuff. And yeah, thank you for watching. And we'll talk to you next in a couple weeks for March Madness. And then we'll talk about Fastlane and check out the YouTube and blah, blah, blah. So thank you for listening, stay safe, have fun, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.